6.30 a.m. Saturday, 21st of September, 2019. I'm standing outside my house waiting for Shandy Andy to pick me up. We're going to Royal Leamington Spire. We're going to the Owlbear and Wizard Staff. Welcome to Roleplay Rescue's Game Master's Journal. My name is Che Webster, and I'll be taking you behind the scenes of my own Game Master journey. Each episode features my audio notes, recorded here and there between my gaming sessions. Assembled into a rough edit, these notes form a journal and let you take a peek behind the GM screen. The journal is raw and rough, and not everyone's cup of tea. But you have been warned. Hang on, Webster. You can't just miss out the whole week. Gears the journal first. Then, and only then, can you talk about the convention. Saturday night, 8.30pm. Here's what's happened. Got online with Jason Hobbs and Jason Connolly and... We had a little bit of a hangout and got up onto Roll20, although we didn't really use Roll20 other than using it for dice. So we're sitting there going, what should we do, what should we do? Hobbsy goes, hey, uh, what do you guys think about Low Fantasy Gaming? So we opened up the uh, PDFs from Low Fantasy Gaming Deluxe Edition and there was like a little bit of, hmm, what do we think? Don't know, it doesn't look that low fantasy. But then... Somebody suggested, hey, why don't we just roll up some characters? So, uh, Jason and I have rolled up characters. Hobbs is going to GM, and we're going to do sort of loosely, maybe every couple of weeks, Saturday night, have a bit of a game, see what we make of low fantasy gaming. I've rolled up a magic user, Jason's rolled up a fighter, and we are in the north amongst the kind of is it Vaughan land or something? We are basically the Viking-inspired lands up north. And apparently being a magic user is going to be fatal. Um, so I've got to keep that secret. And the pair of us have uh, got some ties with uh, some River Kerr's crew of, um, I don't know, what are they, bandits or something, smugglers, something like that. And we've got some connections with them. And, yeah, it was fun. We basically got something done tonight and it was good fun and I enjoyed that and you know what it's good to be a player isn't it so I don't know Jason's not looking to have too heavy a game I think he's got a lot of work commitments and he is going to be a bit hit and miss about when we can make it so we're just going to keep it loose and um, take it from there really so I just want to say big thanks to Jason Hobbs um, of Random Screed and Hobbs and Friends for being a GM and I want to say a big thank you to Jason Connolly, um, who is about to start his own podcast, you know. Uh, but thanks, Jason, for also coming and being a player with me and hanging out. And um, yeah, it was good. Game on. I started to realize something really important that I felt I wanted to get out. Now that I am 
committed to a set of game rules and I am comfortable with those game rules and I'm feeling like I am learning and developing those games rules and understanding those games rules the game rules are falling into the background and what's happening is I'm becoming interested in the possibilities of using those game rules in different worlds and different settings and I am beginning to want to explore cyberpunk and conspiracy stuff and science fiction. In terms of the triangle of gaming, the role-playing triangle that I talk about a fair bit now, that is the rules, the world and the structure, I am finding that having put aside the question of what rules I'm using and you know learning and practicing playing with those rules having put that aside I'm now much more interested in structure and world and as I grow in confidence with structure it is interesting to note that it's the world that I'm becoming more fascinated with the potential characters that I'm becoming much more interested in and I find that curious and liberating. And I just wanted to say so. Hey, it's Friday morning and I just realised I've not recorded very much this week, really. It's been a bit of a non-hobby week in a lot of ways. I have actually produced myself, um, already for the, the school, a series of reference sheets for GURPS. Um, so my kind of quick character generation stuff, um, which if you've been listening to my Saturday episodes, you'll be aware that I have come back to GURPS first edition and I'm using like random character generation tables. Um, and I've kind of like customized a load of those for my own purposes for a sort of very generic fantasy world. And this is for the sort of fighting pit and then eventually dungeon adventure gaming, um, approach that I'm taking at school. On top of that, I did some promotional material. So I've started a drip, drip, drip marketing campaign within the school. There's a kind of a standard poster up at the moment. Just uses the artwork from Man to Man, 1985. And kind of, you know, advertise a role play club. I've now today, the kids around all the tutor groups should receive a separate advert, which basically has a pile of D6s and um, kind of a Dungeons to Loot, Adventurers Wanted kind of appeal with details on where. And I'm hoping that a kind of this kind of ongoing constant um, drop of information will be useful. An additional thing that's really interesting this week is I got chatting to one of the TAD, that's Technology and Design Teachers, um, a friend of mine, Dave, who I actually know from Games Workshop days. We worked uh, together or very close uh, and sort of know... Between us, another guy, Ray, we know him. Uh, I worked with Ray for a very long while, many years ago, back in the 90s, and uh, Dave's worked with him more recently. Anyway, Dave's become a teacher as well. Um, and as a technology teacher, I was just chatting to him about the arena and the desire, the sort of need I had or desire I had to have a kind of, wouldn't it be cool if I had a hexed fighting pit? Uh, Dave has called me over to his room the other day and showed me plans he's put together for doing some... Laser etched, uh, a set, a, is it a, acrylic? Yeah, that's right, acrylic. Kind of see through 
acrylic, plastic, whatever it is, laser etched with um, a hex. And his plan was like, give me some sections of those. And then he said, what you do is just lay the artwork of your choice underneath. And you've got immediately hexed kind of um, overlay to that. And you can use that for whatever you need to. And we also talked about maybe producing some strips that were sort of dungeon tunnel wide and some uh, and other larger pieces that can be arranged in various different configurations, which sounds really cool. And I'm looking forward to seeing how that pans out, really. So that'd be awesome. For me, sitting here this morning, about to dive into work, it's the last day of the week, and tomorrow is Owlbear and Wizard's Staff, um, at which there will be, I think, quite a few podcasters. I know Dave Aldridge is going, I know that Shandy Andy's going, because Shandy Andy's driving me. Um, and I think there are a few others as well, which is awesome. So I'm looking forward to that. I'm playing Golden Heroes, and I think I'm put into the Star Trek Adventures game. It's the second game I'm most looking forward to. Um, but, you know, Golden Heroes will be interesting. And uh, that's a day out tomorrow. That does mean I've got a heck of a lot less time to prepare my podcast this weekend. Um, there was an episode going out in the morning, and then essentially I'll obviously be able to pull this together for uh, the Wednesday episode. Crikey, this is getting really meta. <laughs> but I'm worried about the following Saturday. I've I've got something on the go and on the boil, but I need the time to sit and record and edit it. And I'm worried that losing the day to gaming that sounds really negative. But you know, the day taken out gaming is going to impact my ability to pull out the podcast. So we'll see. Um, fingers crossed. Anyway, better get into work because uh, the door's just unlocked. Game on. a.m. Saturday, 21st of September, 2019. I'm standing outside my house waiting for Shandy Andy to pick me up. We're going to Royal Leamington Spire. We're going to the Owlbear and Wizard's Staff. Don't know what to expect. I think I'm signed up for two games. I think I'm signed up for Golden Heroes, and I think I'm also signed up for a game of Star Trek Adventures, which sounds fun. But other than that, don't know really what to expect. Hoping to bump into a few people as well. I believe Dave Aldridge is running a game there. I believe, obviously, Shandy Andy's there. Um, I also think that people like Dirk Goddice and a few other luminaries from the podcasting universe will be there, which is kind of cool. And I think it'll also be nice to meet the organisers, um, albeit briefly, because these guys have been, I don't know, people I've known online for years. Um, so that's going to be always good and interesting. Anyway, here we go, waiting for the car, waiting to get on the road. About an hour and 40 minutes for us, and, uh, and it all kicks off at nine. Game on. Aha, we have found the only open cafe in Leamington Spa. One hour and a half getting here. About 25 minutes wandering around trying to find a cafe. So we've got croissants and coffee. Game on. Right, we're here. And I'm standing with Dave Aldridge and Shandy Andy in the middle of Albert and Wizard Staff. And yeah, it's noisy. Hello, lads. Hi. Hey, Hop. Hey, here we are. What are you gaming? What are you playing? Uh, so I'm playing Dungeon Crawl Classics this morning and then this afternoon I am running Savage World Kung Fu Cops, which I'm very excited about. You're too excited about that, aren't you? It's all good. And Andy? 
I am playing with you, Shay, in Golden Heroes this morning and in Mass this afternoon. Fantastic stuff. Brilliant. Okay, game on. Taking a comfort break from Golden Heroes game. Um, I'm playing Gamma, who has amazing radioactive powers and projective powers. And his mate, Ray, who's a London pugilist. And so far we've been involved in stopping a bank robbery. But there seems to be some strange shenanigans going on here because there's some kind of stasis field being deployed and many of the civilians and other people around have been sort of stopped from their movement. All that aside, been an exciting start, met several other superheroes, including Polymer, Albatross, Golden Shot, Fractal, and the Shell Suit Guy. And now we are trying to find the source of the stasis field. Right, so I'm sitting here with Mark. We're playing Golden Heroes. What, what do we think? It's uh, it's good fun. It, it's strongly themed, and uh, I was just looking at the book. It's a Games Workshop thing from from way back in the day. Yeah, eighties. So, uh, Eighty four is the copyright on the, on the thing. I I remember this era well, but I don't remember this game. Yeah, I don't, it's a game I remember being released and um, all the rest of it, but I never yeah. played, never had. Never looked at. Um, so yeah, it's pretty thematic. To yeah. Go with that. Uh, what do you make of your character? Um, uh, I was <laughs> so 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 I'm fairly unreconstructed. I'm I'm uh, a lady superhero. Yeah. And so yeah, I'm I'm in uh, revealing spandex, as I think all lady superheroes are pretty much uh, in golden age comics. Um, yeah, I can imagine myself getting into this. Actually, I can imagine a campaign of of, uh, of being polymer. I'm I'm yeah. I'm a kind of a female uh, Doctor Fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I like the fact that we were rolling them up as well. Um, rolling up those random powers is mm. sort of an inspiration. I liked your character, actually. I thought, yeah, I mean, you, you, you bobbed it up terribly, but it was <laughs> <laughs> with some terrible, terrible dice rolls. But the, um, I, I can imagine reading the comic of your uh, of your character. He's good, yeah. Yeah, so what was it about Gamma that sort of stuck out then? Uh, the Cockney sidekick. <laughs> what, Ray? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's got particularly strong theming, hasn't he? Yeah. He's sat there, mate. Yeah, yeah. 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 lovely. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, some of us have managed to get catchphrases, which, you know, terribly, terribly important as well. That's what so, it's all about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, it looks like we're gathering for more, so game on. Excellent. End of the first session. Um, and I got Matt here to sum it up for us. What happened? Okay, yeah, so my hero was Frank Tall, and we caught up with the, uh, the bad guys, and uh, we thought it was going to be the big boss at the town hall in Birmingham. It's Victoria and Square, right? Victoria Square, yeah. And uh, I quickly sort of charged over and took out the tyres with my laser. Albatross, our winged companion, swooped in on the uh, on the articulated lorry uh, to see if he could destroy the, uh, the stasis super device. weapon, stasis yeah. device that was uh, sort of stopping time, and um, he decided to hit it, which was uh, <laughs> uh, if all else fails, always hit something, <laughs> um, and then he was. 
we he hit it, and we was then thrown up with a whole load of options of what could potentially happen, and we all aged ten years, which was uh, not agreeable. <laughs> so we decided that hitting it was probably going to be uh, <laughs> hitting it was. Um, Probably not the best idea. So my character and the fractal and, and polymer, polymer yeah. the uh, the brilliant scientists of the group, believe it or not, um, put our brains together and worked out that there was a way of shutting it down and dismantling it somehow. But Golden Shot come up with the great idea of taking off our red discs that enabled us to move around Birmingham uh, freely in this stasis. Uh, But we also found out if we could take these red discs off, we could um, damage the device, which would then disable all the people wearing the red disc, which were all of the baddies, right. <laughs> which was what we done. Yeah. Um, and they're all in the, the service end. of the supervillain. Uh, supervillain, which was Kronos. Right. Is that a make of watch? I think so, yeah, maybe. <laughs> right, anyway. Anyway, yeah. And then um, there was a whoosh. There was a whoosh, um, Oh, we get a note pinned on Golden Shot's chest. And Golden Shot, can we get him to perform this? Pulled off the note and rather dramatically read it out. You may have won the battle, but you've not won the war. Big C. Right, it's about 2.30, settling down for a game of Star Trek Adventures to boldly go with GM Glenberry. Looking forward to this. Um, big fan of the TD20 game. I own everything there is to do with this game, but I've never played it, so let's find out. Game on. Captain Slog. I had originally thought that this day was incredibly boring, but it, it appears that we're in a time loop, and that is slightly more interesting. We've been going around six times now, apparently, and each time my speeches have been getting better, better and better. So far, we have worked out how to get onto the other ship, and uh, while there's no crew here, we're, we're pretty excited to see what's going on. Engineering are down, trying to fix the warp core, turn it off, I don't know, one of those things. And uh, we are... Soon, I'm sure, to be back in the right timeline and on our way again, exploring as one does. How'd you get a TPK seven times in one session? Play Star Trek Adventures and get yourself taught in a time loop. That's what happens, right? So, we have the most excellent captain, okay, Captain Martinez, the fantastic Vulcan science officer Bell, the outstanding Krev. Chief Engineer <laughs> and uh, yeah, my guy, uh, Zaref, um, the Andorian security officer. Uh, but we did toast the Romulans, right? We yeah. took them out. It's got to be a good thing, right? Yeah. 218 missing officers, nonetheless. They must be on a slave ship. That's fair. 
I have to say, I really, really enjoyed playing Star Trek Adventures. It's a really cracking game, and um, love the way it reinforces the players to work together and to cooperate and build something up. Awesome stuff. <laughs> Big thank you to Glenn for running as well. Awesome source. End of a long but a very positive day sitting in a pub. Uh, Dave and Andy are just going to get some food and more beer, which is always a good thing, isn't it? Had a fantastic couple of hour chat with Pookie. And uh, yeah, it's just fab. Really having a good time. We have a problem in Houston. They're not taking food orders. Right, I'm home. <laughs> it's 11pm. And he just dropped me off. So hello to Deb. And yeah, I just thought I'd do a little post-session, post-game, post-con comment, really. I had a fab time. Good game of Golden Heroes. Good game of Star Trek Adventures. Really genuinely thinking Star Trek Adventures is something I'd like to play a lot more of. I'm glad I own it. And uh, if I could only find the time and space to run it, I suppose... But I really enjoyed the game. It's really fantastic. And uh, 2D20 system is perhaps smoother in play than it is when you read it. So if you've read it and thought, mm, I'm not sure, you know, give it a go. It's good. It's good fun. Golden Heroes was fun. I think the group made it uh, particularly interesting. It's one of those older games, 80s games. got a lot of subsystems, I guess. feels a little clunky to me, but it was all right. Couldn't help, I have to say, from thinking all the time, why wouldn't I just run this with something like GURPS or Savage Worlds or something? Because I don't think that specific kind of set of rules is necessarily doing anything different that a more generic game couldn't. But maybe that's just my ignorance of superhero stuff. It's not my shing dig normally. But I had a good time. I think on top of all of that, the great thing has been to meet a few people. So, uh, Old Scouser role playing, hello. And uh, Dirk the Dice, hello. <laughs> and uh, Dave Aldridge, hello. Obviously, Shandy Andy driving me about, hello. Um, and innumerable other people whom I kind of was very pleased to meet and spend a little bit of time with. I really enjoyed having a conversation um, over a beer with Pookie and Aldridge and, and, and Andy. And then after Pookie got away, Dave and Andy and I went and had some food at uh, Great Bookish Grosset Gourmet Burger or whatever. Great, good time. I think Dave got his train. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was a good time. And I feel like I feel like I uh, really benefited from doing it. My only worry is that tomorrow I'm going to be a bit sleep deprived, but here we go. So, with no further ado, it's off to bed. And I guess I better say au revoir for now. Game on. That's it for another episode. Please let me know what you think and drop me an Anchor voice message to share your response. Either use the Anchor app or... Go to anchor.fm slash rpgrescue slash message. Come and join the conversation. In the meantime, all that's left to wish you is a fond farewell and all the best at your gaming table. My name is Che Webster and this has been a Roleplay Rescue Game Master's Journal episode. See you again next week. 
game on.